Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Thursday, December 7th. We're back. National Cotton Candy Day. Maybe the first ever daytime recording. I feel like Pat McAfee right now. Early morning show as Adam starts diving into his burger. Good. We're really, we're doing this in your full lunch. That's, uh, that's fascinating stuff. You know, they might be able to hear you. He's making good use of his time. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. yeah. I'll yeah. Make sure you might have to be me. doing the like mute, be hitting the mute button a little more often though. Yeah, yeah. that might happen. Mm -hmm. but that's okay okay sure if adam says it's okay then it's fine yeah well this is the last time we're ever doing this i'll, I'll... <laughs> hey, <dude>. <laughs> hey it was worth a try yeah, yeah. <laughs> well tbd but i've already made up my mind <laughs> okay what's up owen how are you been better <laughs> that sounds awful yeah <laughs> Well, hey, hold well I was just, coming off an injury. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not even coming off it. I'm coming right into it. Mm. Yeah, like I was, uh, the worst thing ever is like when you have pain. Like I, I realized last night, like I need absolutely nothing wrong with me to sleep well because I slept like four hours. I was just tossing and turning. And it was like, I don't know if you feel like, uh, gro you remember growing pains when you're a kid and you just feel like, you know what, you know what that sort of pain is? Yeah. discomfort i was just it was like that for me all night I just had a horrible horrible sleep so i've been better oh not to make it at the own show again but <laughs> i've been better well i it's good that you gave some detail on that because i know exactly how that feels that, that growing pain stuff is the worst it's just shooting like sort of momentary pain i hate that yeah and it's not for i mean i guess people weren't listening to our conversation before i i'm not actually growing it's not growing pains i uh hyperextended my knee in a basketball game you so, are you aren't pulling a Shangoon growing? I was, I was no. gonna say, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's why. Uh quick quick aside me. on that. I don't know why people are get so like crazy about the like one inch thing, like when someone grows an inch over the summer. He was that good in the summer and he grew an inch MVP. <laughs> well, like, yeah. relax. But would you like to like grow an inch right now? Because I I'd yes. take one or two. That's why totally, it's a big but deal. I think when you're but I think when you're like six eight, six nine, it's like do you really care at that point? I wouldn't even want to be getting that much taller after that. Probably not, but I mean I'd take one. I'd take two. If we're if we're doing a grab bag, I'm taking four. I'd like to be much <laughs> taller than I am, but I, I don't mean to go Phil's show and get in secure mode on anybody here, but you know, just an idea out there. Alex is braving up the QE2 this afternoon. That's another reason why this morning one is working for us today. So just a little bit of added context. Getting ready to yeah. set Edmonton ablaze. Yeah, just a quick trip up to Edmonton. I've got a little bit of time here, so I thought I might as well hop on the pod, but I won't be here for the entire pod. Let's go. Well, let's do the picks. Let's get into it. We and Then we can talk about the other football stuff later. Last week, 3-2. and two, Um not to get on Adam mode as he finishes his burger, but he was complaining about our picks and then we won him the Bengals game and we won the Packers game. So we did go three and two again. I think we're 14 games over 500. Uh, the streak continues. Let's, let's keep the momentum going this week and Thursday night, obviously 
Steelers, Patriots, the game of the year, over under 30 and a half, Steelers minus five and a half. I, part of me, because we locked the Steelers last week, I want my redemption. So I personally want to take the Steelers. I want my redemption. Do I know how they're going to win this game? No. Unfortunately, I do not. So if somebody wants to make a case other than the redemption angle, Adam, go ahead. Well, personally, I want my redemption because I was on the show last week uh, bringing up the stat of the Steelers being favored by more than three points and how they um, haven't covered a game where that has occurred in the past like seven years or something. And then that happened again last week. And uh, I mean, this is kind of the same situation to me. They're favored by a lot, but I mean, I just don't see them winning this game by that many points. It's two bad teams. It's just going to be like a Army versus Navy. So I would like to have the underdog for sure. I agree. New England's defense has been like pretty unreal from what I've like been following the last three, four weeks, like keeping the Chargers to six points. Um, and they've just been playing some good football, at least on that side of the ball. So um, especially with Pittsburgh Trubisky. Yes. And I don't know if you yeah. saw Najee Harris. They asked him about what they thought about what he thought about Trubisky's leadership. And he said, quote, it's fine, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh's offense just isn't really explosive for me. So um, I'd I'd actually want to take New England here. I'd be inclined to take the Steelers just because I mean I I, I think this Patriots offense is a like basically as inept as I've ever seen. Um, I don't think they can move the ball really at all. Even even against the I mean the Chargers defense is one of the worst in the NFL, probably bottom three three defense, um, and they couldn't move the ball at all. So. I can only imagine that the Steelers will just have their way with Bailey Zappi or Mac Jones. Um, I understand the like offense be, is pretty inept. Too. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say. It's tough. It's, it's tough to imagine the Steelers scoring enough points, but like I could really see them in a nine to zero six, like a nine to three or like a six to zero again. I, I you know, if you told me that was a final score, I wouldn't be surprised. This is what I'm saying, dude. I, th- I think we're going to cover this game. I'm, I'm fairly confident. I, and I want my revenge on last week. So I don't want to budge. Because Lord knows I don't want to cheer for the Patriots. I just Bailey Zappi is way worse than what we when we what we got going on. And even Trubisky might be worse overall, but the skill position guys, I mean, they're throwing to Devontae Parker. Like we should be able to clear a couple field goals here. Yeah, I is don't want to budge. Everybody I don't want to budge either. <laughs> I don't want to budge either. The Steelers defense is is really not that good. They're like average. That. Adam, they've they hadn't let up twenty points before yesterday in the last two months. Yeah, they're an average defense. Oh, they're an average. De- okay, they're an <laughs> average defense. Okay, no stats to back that up. Just eye test. No, well, I, I could pull some stats out, but I don't know how much they would matter. Why would they not to change your? I don't think they would change your opinion. Well, it's, they're not an average defense. They hadn't given up twenty <laughs> points in two months. I'm not. I'm not changing. But I'll I'll flip a coin or something if I have to. This is uh, this is the. First time this has happened on the show that <clears throat> no one wants to budge. It's a deadlock. <laughs> I guess I guess I can concede. I mean, I know. <laughs> yes. You know, it's going to be brutal to hear next week Adam being like, I, t- I told you guys again. So I'd rather <laughs> just, I'd rather just take the, the Patriots <laughs> just for my own mental health. Well, when I was when I was looking at the four of us there, I could tell you were gonna crack, and it was it was really it was getting at me. It was yeah. eating at me. I'm sorry, Phil. You know my heart's with the Steelers this week. Yeah. Okay. I'll pick the Patriots. I think they'll win. I think they'll win for sure. I just feel like it's safer to take the dog here, is it not? Well, I love Adam using my take. <laughs> well, I mean. I just, I, 
I mean, I'm sure the Steelers will win. It's just, you know, game weather's going to be bad. Red, like red zones, and I'm going to, sh- or sorry, this is on Thursday. So, but <laughs> red zone, I'll show this one for sure. But it's going to be a boring game, and it, yeah, it's just. I like, do want to disagree too, though. That this is a great, this is like an average defense. Like I, maybe Adam would point to EPA per play, which I mean, there's a few stats you could maybe pull. I'm not sure how convincing any of them are in a vacuum. Yeah, I mean, Mike, whatever. We don't have to speculate on on the defense thing. We can just pick the Patriots begrudgingly, albeit for one of us, maybe two of us. And you know, if you're right, I'll I'll give you all the credit, so that you know it's a win win for you, unless you lose, in which case it's a win for me. Sunday night. Let's go right to Adam. I don't even want to hang up. We know what the line is. We know what the game is. We do know, as of this morning, Mike McCarthy, emergency appendectomy, questionable. We do know that. So I don't know how that's going to impact your game score, but it's your week. So how are you feeling? Well, I didn't hear about this Mike McCarthy thing, and I think that's actually kind of scary because I don't want someone new calling plays because, you know, he's kind of been humming the past, you know, ever since the bye. So that is uh, a little scary. Is is he like legitimately questionable to be on the sideline? Yeah, he's doing surgery today, and they say he's probably going to be on the sideline, but they can't know for sure. Okay, well that's better. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm uh, I'm a little scared, but I mean, if you want me to make the case here, I mean, last time we played, it was you know a one inch difference. Probably it was an incredibly close game that was on the road. Now we have them on home, second time meeting up. Uh, Team has been a lot better as of late. Eagles' pass defense is kind of questionable. You know, I think Dak can still cook on these guys, but uh, otherwise, I don't Dak know how the case I can make. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he's contributing to the pass defense. Well, you never know. He could drop back. A little, a little fake. That's what out. I'm afraid of too. <laughs> I think it's really close, Man. but I think Dallas like kind of needs to have this. I think Philly needs to have this like two game losing two games in a row to San Francisco and Dallas. Those are like your essentially some of your biggest rivals. Yeah. Um, and especially like the beatdown they had last week on 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 Sunday, like against the 49ers with all the trash talk with everything that's going on with the team. I think they really need to tighten up and uh win this game. Um so I'd be leaning more towards taking them um to cover. Does the does the three and a half not scare you a bit though? Like three and a half is that extra half point. Like two and a half, I'm taking them all day. The three and a half is a little little bit worrying. I think that came up earlier this year. Well, I think it was a similar idea with San Fran against Dallas. I think that was three and a half. And I think at that point we just said you have to sack up and eat that half point because like I don't know, man. Like I feel like that's them trying to scare you with that three and a half, and it is scary and it's working. But I don't know. I feel like you just have to eat it if you want to take the boys. Well, yeah. I like Dallas. I, I'll say that. I don't like. I don't really rate the Eagles. Me too. I, I I like Dallas in this game. I would be inclined to take them. And and I think you look at the schedules. You would think Philadelphia needs this to maintain the division. But Dallas Dallas's next three are road Buffalo, Miami, and Detroit. And then the last four Eagles games are at Seattle, home Giants, home Cardinals, at Giants. So the Eagles are going to win this division because the Cowboys are not going to sweep those next four. And the Eagles are probably, if they lose this one, they're probably going to win the next four. So I think it's going to be Dallas needing this one and they're playing better football at the moment. And I'd be inclined to pick them in this one. All right. 
I'm fine with that. But I, I just think you're underestimating the Eagles, though. Yeah. But like with the compete level there, I think they're going to come in with. I love Eagles fan Alex. Well, off a loss, I do agree that they're going to be pretty motivated. I think there's an opportunity for Hertz to completely seal up the MVP with a huge game. I think there's a chance at that. Because if they get NFC like, number one seed and he goes off in this one, I think there's going to be a lot of momentum. Like they didn't, um, like they didn't lose to like a, a game-winning field goal against the 49ers. They got absolutely embarrassed. Like that was a gross performance. So that's all, that's all I'm going to say. Okay. But yeah, we'll take Dallas. Yes, that's true. Let's keep it in. I I agree with you. And you know, we'd all be crying on here on Sunday night if the Cowboys were to fall in this game. I mean, it would just be devastating. For it would be. It really would so be so bad. I would hate that. I'm actually going to cheer for Dallas this week. Uh, the last time I cheered for Dallas is when I attended the Cowboys Eagles game, which was coincidentally the last time the Eagles won in Dallas. It was five years ago. That was the only day I've ever cheered for Dallas before. Today we're going to try to recreate that, and this week hopefully it will give me the same result in Eagles blowout, even though I'm taking the Cowboys. Monday night, Green Bay, the Giants. The, the Both the Monday night games, they're doing a two, and they're both just, it's the two-pack of ass, uh, Joe Budden video, verbal meme. I don't know what I like here. Owen, do you have a side? It's Packers minus six and a half on the road. Mm, man, this is a tough one for me. I, I, uh, I think I like... I think I like New York a little bit. And that's more so, I just think they've played a little bit better in the last uh, few weeks. They're coming off a bye and they're at home. And so I think they can keep it close-ish. Hmm. And their defense has looked better than than earlier. Uh, judging by yeah. the three faces, I don't know that you're going to get much traction on that. but I'm not very convinced here, but... I think this is a position where I can kind of go either way. And I think the way I would prefer to go is like fade the public, um, fade the Green Bay hype. Like Jordan Love has never been more hyped than he is right now. And I mean, if if I'm either way, I would rather, you know, take the less popular side and take the Giants. I, I don't mind the Giants here. But I don't I don't mind either, but I don't mind the Giants here. More hyped. Like he beat Patrick Mahomes by more than a touchdown. Yeah. And now he's, I'm not saying I don't it's know undeserved. I'm just saying, like everyone is on the Packers right now. Like everyone's like, let's go. So I, this is like your opportunity. I just think the Packers have been playing really well, and I think that they could totally come into MetLife and beat these guys by a touchdown. Um, it's a motivated team, and and they have been playing well, but they haven't secured themselves a playoff spot. Like they, you know, they're six and six. This is like obviously a a must win game, and I think they're really gonna. Um, you know, keep playing well and on both sides of the ball. And I think Jordan Love is just going to continue um, his dominance. This is kind of another thing where we see these like kind of rookies coming on um, in the second half of the year. So I think he's just going to come in and like shred it um, against the Giants in, in, in MetLife. So I like I like the Packers here. This is a no-brainer for me. Yeah, see, that's what makes me concerned, this no-brainer, because I had the same mindset. But I, when I hear out Owen and Adam, I, I think I like the Giants too. They're starting my boy DeVito. I think that you guys are right. Off a of bye, the fraud Brian Dayball is going to crunch some tape, figure out some deficiencies within Jordan Love, put some pressure on him. The Giants finishing like 6-11 and 11 when they should have tried to finish like 2-15 and 15 would just be raw. So I, I kind of like the G-men here to keep it cozy. 
not to be rude here, but the last no-brainer that we had was uh, Lions against the Packers. That was also a Lions pick no-brainer. Oh, no, we had a few no-brainers last week. but Did we? Well, I remember we Alex coming on and saying, this is a no-brainer, and, and then just we just blindly took the Lions. No-brainer did scare me. I think all our no. I think we went like four, three for three, or four for four on no brainers last week. I just want to say that, hmm. like what? Any argument at all with Jets? I'm saying the last time the word no brainer was used in this. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. I'm like, I appreciate the fading, so I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> excited to get back here on Wednesday or or Sunday and see how it goes. Well, it's going to be Wednesday. It's a Monday nighter, but you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. I I'm going to be honest. I I don't want to agree with Adam on this one, but the words "no brainer" did scare me. I got I got to be honest. That was a bit of a deciding factor for me in siding with the Giants, especially because I was just the same as you. I'd never even considered them this whole week, and now I'm realizing maybe there's some deficiencies in that. So we're going to go with the G men. Let's ride. I like that. Do a little bit of a fading. So in the games that everybody's going to be watching, unfortunately, we're all watching that. Patriots line we're taking that we're taking the Cowboys minus three and a half and we're on the G-men and then for the locks what jumps off the board Owen do you want to go first I'm not sure why um, why the Chargers are favored two and a half against the Broncos that's a good that's kind of a weird that's kind of a weird line to me why is that it's a divisional game the Broncos lose one game and now we're like freaking out the Chargers you know 6-0 win like just gutted it out against the new england patients are you kidding me why would they be favored two and a half um i really like the broncos i do too like i like this panic like you know oh they lost let's panic everybody panic it relax i think the broncos are pretty solid i like that one i really do i think denver's a good football team i want to submit uh detroit minus three and a half against chicago um (laughs) i think there's a lot of chicago buzz again Uh, and i don't and I don't. Well, I. I mean, it's worked. The this works more often than it doesn't work. To be fair, I think they are a better team uh, than they were maybe a few weeks ago. But with that being said, I think the uh, the Lions will just beat them in a shootout. Okay, I'm gonna submit the Colts minus one and a half taking on the Bengals. Yes, I think the Bengals winning on Monday night was like a. If we lose, we're five and seven. Empty the clip. Play the best we can empty the playbook, use the best plays we've got. Even the, the they did the double throw twice the second time, never do that again. I don't know if the, the first time's failure was enough to encourage them to not throw the pick six on the second one. I think the Colts have shown that they can hang around and win tight against anybody. I'm going to guess that Jake Browning is not the guy we saw on Monday night, and he's more like the Jake Browning that went in the sixth round. So I personally like the Colts. I think they're going to win that game. AFC Player of the Week, though. Really? Offensive Player of the Week. Yep. I do like that one. That has AFC Offensive Player of the Week has the same effect as no brainer to me. Now I'm scared. <laughs> um, I wanted to submit the Cleveland Browns minus two and a half against Jacksonville. I I think I I don't know why this line is this. I'm assuming it's because they think Trevor Lawrence like has an outside chance of playing, but he's not going to play. Um, Jaguars defense has not been good. Joe Flacco didn't look terrible. And Brown's defense is good enough to stop CJ Beathard. What if it's Nathan Rourke? Oh. Even better. I spent a lot of fab on CJ Beathard, so it better be him. <laughs> the 40 bones bid on CJ Beathard was electric. I mean, at this yeah. point in the season, if you've got fab, just just throw it at anybody you want, really. Yeah. yeah. So we're nominating the Colts, the Lions. 
the Broncos and the Browns. Is there one somebody wants to eliminate right away that they're not comfortable with? The Lions. I agree. What's the reasoning there? Because the Lions because defense I like the other ones more. The Lions defense is probably the worst unit out of everything that we're picking. Okay. See, that's a good reason. I'll t- I'll accept that reason. I kind of I just the Cleveland Jacksonville one is what are like uh, sure the Browns defense has been good, but besides that, like what else are we basing this off of? Like uh, just these two quarterbacks. I'm sure Joe, Joe Flacco played okay, but the Jacksonville defense being bad. I think it's and really Joe Flacco bad. like just tearing up a defense. Like I don't, I don't like that. Well, I don't think it's Joe Flacco. I think it's DTR. They move Flacco back to the practice squad. Yeah, but that's just what they do so that he doesn't take up a roster spot. Don't worry, I'm okay. deep in the Maybe. fan in the Yahoo right, chats. Right. I feel like we have seen some backup quarterbacks that haven't played too bad though. So I don't know, like CJ Beathard hate. Like, what if he plays hey, good? He's kind of moving it a little bit. Well, he's he's playing against the Browns defense. Yeah. Browns defense has not looked very uh very Browns in the last three or four weeks. I'm a little worried about the Browns, I'll be honest. Yeah, I just there's too many question marks with this team and injuries and I don't know. Like I agree with your logic, it sounds right, but when when we're unraveling the ball, there's a lot of places we could snag on in this Jags Browns yeah. game. I love the Colts though. Okay. So it's I think Colts Broncos, not to toot my own horn, are the are the safest picks here. I agree. That that Broncos line is fishy though, because it just doesn't look right. I didn't get to speak when you brought up the Broncos, but that's one I'm a little cautious of. Um, I mean, there's route line potential there. And like, I think we brought it up on the show last week that the Broncos win streak was like kind of a little fake and a little lucky. And uh, maybe last week proved it. So it's just one I'm a little cautious of, although the Broncos do seem like the right pick there. I just think they're, yeah, I think they're no better. way I could pick the Chargers. The Chargers are just so... There's uh, nothing inspiring about that team. No, nothing at all. Low-key, um, I feel like Houston minus six. I mean, this is just another throw-in, little bonus pick for the fans, but Houston minus six and a half against the Jets looks kind of nice. Zach Wilson's back, though. Yeah. Exactly. I've heard he's a lot like Mahomes. He's going to get like two picks. <laughs> so it's the Broncos and the Colts then? I like yep. that. Okay. Let's pencil that in. I like that. That's a good lock segment for us. And that's going to be the picks heading into this week. Exciting time. Um, I don't know. Do, do you want anything on the Packers Chiefs game on Sunday night or the Jaguars Bengals game on Monday? I feel like we've got the helmet somewhat right. But if Lawrence... A high ankle sprain is not something you can come back from in a week. I mean, there's just no way. I, I don't see the Jaguars being able to hold off that division because the two teams behind them are a game back, and if the quarterback misses any time, then why would I like them to keep pace above those teams? Those other teams are playing just as well right now. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a, it's a sad situation, but it's a tough one to be in. What do you mean it's a sad situation? Sad situation, but a tough one to be in. What do you mean it's a sad situation? Like, you know, I feel bad for the guy. It was, it was sad. I got a little sad. He's like a generational guy. You see him you know, get the limp off. It's sad. Yeah, but and it's- a tough situation. And it's tough. Like, you know, if this is happening, you don't want it to be like in the midst of a like divisional battle. Like, it's just, you know. Rock. Like you would rather this happen like at the start of the year. 
Yeah, but it, maybe I mean, in the playoffs, it, it, it's only a high ankle sprain. Yeah, I mean, I think a high ankle sprain is kind of heat. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, if we're going sad situation, um, what a sad situation, tough situation. I'd think it was like uh, what happened to the chain guy last week, where his leg just blew up on the sideline. That's what I expect by sad situation. Tough well, that situation. was sad, but not really a, as tough as of a situation to be in. I think I think those type of situations with the legs when they move that way are worse. I agree. And I yeah. think he's, <laughs> I think, I don't think it's as tough because there's more medical care for Trevor Lawrence and like daily physical. And financially, he looks well, pretty good, like well yeah. off. This guy. I think, I think it's more sad than Trevor Lawrence, but this guy is going to be getting well taken care of by the NFL and he's probably going to secure a bag. Oh, he's I already see. secured a bag. There's a bag already secured. Yeah, like this guy's making nothing. He's making what Trevor in a year, what Trevor Lawrence makes. Yeah, exactly. In ha- like one quarter. I don't think. That. I think he's almost in a better situation. <laughs> Not to be too extreme, I think he's like. I think he's fine. It's just sad. Like you feel bad for the guy, but he'll be fine in the long run. Yeah, and those injuries hurt quite a bit. I've heard. Yeah, judging by by the looks shrieking. of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think he was in a lot of pain, judging by the look on his face. Alvin Kamara had no expression though. He was he was just like, all right, like who's gonna be the new down guy? It was like if, if... <laughs> No no, it was kinda raw because he like cleared the guy out, got up, started like heading back to the field and was like, mm, that doesn't look right. And he like looked back again and he was like, Damn, that guy's leg is cooked. Well, he had the look to me of like, you know, when the tennis players look at the ball boy, when the ball boy like falls or does something wrong, where it's like, if I could put you in a dumpster right now with my eyes, I would like you just disrespected me by not picking up the ball. That's what I got from Alvin Kamara. Like, how dare your leg break when I slide into you? There's only one ball that you have to follow. Like just I don't endorse the it. victim blaming. <laughs> I don't either. But I know you got to stay on your Trevor Lawrence sad situation, bad situation. So, what do you guys think about Kansas City versus uh, Buffalo? Just out of curiosity. Probably picking Buffalo. Me too. I think that's where I'm leaning as well. And then, what's up with New Orleans being favored by five and a half? They playing that's Carolina a lot against. The Panthers. I think oh. that's fair. I think that's a fair well, line. I think, I think that's your answer, man. Maybe I just hate that. I just hate the Saints too much. I think Carr's not going to play though, so they might actually go downfield. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> I love how the Saints not having their quarterback that they just paid two hundred million for is a huge bonus. It's like yes, they're not going to have Carr. I'm happy to take them this week. And I didn't want, you know, I don't want to shoo off the Bills Chiefs because I I actually think Buffalo might just be better than the Chiefs are right now. Maybe that's recency bias with how Buffalo played against Philadelphia and how Kansas City's played the last 2 weeks, but I think the Chiefs have some real problems. They don't have they don't have guys down the field at all. Like you just put two guys on Kelsey and the rest of the team can't do anything and I mean, I don't think the Green Bay defense is spectacular. I think it's pretty good, but Putting up 17 on them, like, I, I comfortably think the Chiefs are the worst team in elite. I don't want to take them out of there, but I think they can easily get caught out by by the Bills off a bye. I do too. I like them a lot, actually, in this game. I don't know. I don't want to overreact to a loss on Sunday night in Lambeau that badly. Like, you but know, th- it, 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 they're definitely not the same Chiefs, but no. I don't know. 
But I think it's in combination with the Eagles game too, where it's just, it was kind of the same problems. I don't know. I'd park them towards the end of mine. I know Owen's the biggest Purdy fan ever, but I think we can all sort of side that this, uh, this MVP talk is, is a little bit outlandish. I think the MVP in December just turns into like who just had the best game, who performed the best, who's on the best teams. Let's just bump them up. Cause I see no way. I mean, we all watched that game. I mean, did anyone watch that game and go, wow, Purdy's cooking? No. I think like, I mean, his, he his was, numbers he are was great. cooking. Certainly. Sure. He was doing oh, he I was mean, doing well, but it wasn't like he's carrying them to the finish line. I mean, yeah. I watched that game and I'm like, wow, Debo is insane. Yeah. Well, I, I think I came to the same conclusion you did. I, I don't it was shocking to me that he moved up to the favorite because I just obviously he's had a great season and his counting stats are probably much better than Hertz or uh, not Prescott's, but certainly better than Hertz and Lamar and I get why that was why he would move up, but I mean it just that's just not gonna happen i don't think dak or tyreek to win it yeah i agree i just on the pretty thing i mean i'd prefer him to win it over hertz i think it makes more sense i think he's he's uh performing better than hertz is i don't get why hertz is up there it doesn't make sense to me you watch the eagles games and he doesn't really do anything that's like this guy's mvp but at least pretty, like, you know, he's doing everything he's asked to do. Hertz is making mistakes. Yeah, that's fair. But I also think that if Hertz has the best chance to go 14-3, and three, and it's a narrative-based award, and if he finishes first in the NFC, 14-3, and three, he's never won an MVP before he was in the Super Bowl last year, I think people would get behind that. I, it's not, yeah, I guess we can just say whoever gets the one seed is going to win MVP. But I think it's more than that, even. I mean, like I said, I don't think he's the most deserving guy, but I think the circumstances around him, people have been rating him going forwards over the last two years. I don't think he's been better this year than he was last year at all, but that's going to be the narrative. It kind of just is the ones, the QB of whatever team is the one seed or really close to the one seed, right? Like it seems like, yeah, I don't like who was the AFC one seed last year. Was it Mahomes? And then before yeah. that, obviously, Rodgers, Rodgers was right there. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Lamar. Yeah, it seems like that. it kind of just is that. <clears throat> yeah, that is a good, yeah. I suppose that's the right way to say it then. Because you're right. If you're picking actual most valuable, Tyreek is, is, I mean, even on the place he doesn't get the ball, they just put him in motion and the defense has to start moving. They put it on the ground, they go the other way, or they go up the middle and the defense, I mean, they have to stop in their tracks and go back to where the ball is actually going mm-hmm. just because they have to adjust to him so much. Yeah, I'm, one thing to me is kind of annoying about the whole Tyreek thing is everyone is freaking out about this 2,000 yards thing as if we didn't add an extra game to the schedule. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, it's not as insane as we're making it sound. Like, there's been receiver performances similar to this in the past that didn't win MVP. So everyone's saying, oh, if he gets 2,000, he automatically should get it. I don't think that's why he should get it. He does way more than just get a bunch of yards, but that part of the narrative is kind of annoying. I mean, MVP in football doesn't really matter that much to me. It was more of a Super Bowl Super Bowl MVP type of sport to me, but... Eh, I'd say it matters to me. If Dak wins it, I'll, I'll probably be happy for the rest of my life. Well, of course. That's your guy. Dak should win it. That's Ryland, too. Having said that, if he loses this weekend, he's not going to win it. Yeah. 
Well, he still could, but yeah, it'll be it'll be less likely. I would say pretty well impossible. Yeah, I would say I put the odds right at about zero. Yeah, I think he can ball out and lose like he did against the Eagles last time they played. I don't know if that helped his case though. No, it didn't. And losing twice to the other guy, who's also an MVP candidate, would be especially probably bad bad luck for him. That'd be tough. Yeah, especially if the other MVP candidate went off, got a couple one yard touchdowns. Those Uh are sick. Well, it doesn't matter, dude. At the end of the season, when you got, they don't care about how you did them; they just care about how many. Yeah. See, you pull the JJ Watt five offensive touchdowns. I'll pull the Jalen Hurts twenty-five rushing touchdowns on somebody, yeah. and then we'll just we'll go a number off. That's how we'll do yeah. it. I, I don't want to go for forever here, but where are you at with Otanio? And just give me an update before we uh, finish off. Well, <laughs> um, where I'm where I'm at is probably just like I'm on the edge of my seat. Like I'm just waiting. Probably. You know, like I'm getting a little antsy. I love location uh, exact, Owen. Yeah. I'm just getting a bit antsy because he, I hear all these reports like he's going to announce it at the winter meetings. No, he's not even close to a decision. It's going to be weeks. And then now it's, what we're hearing is it's the end of the weekend. So all the sorts of conflicting reports, the Cubs were out, then they were back in, then they were back out. The Giants were out, then they were back in. It's all really just, it seems to me like it's just all boiling down to the, it's just going to be the Dodgers. So I guess I'm, I'm trying to, I guess my expectations are pretty low. Yeah. But well, that's where you again, like be. I've said before, it's it's nice to be it's nice to be in the mix. Maybe you know, seeing Soto sign with the Yankees gave me a bit of hope because it seems like the Jays, like Ross Atkins, needs a big splash. This is maybe his last go, and so I think he was really set on one of the two. And so if we're not getting the one, I think there's probably a higher shot that we're getting the other, which is the one I think we'd prefer. Yeah, you'd think if they were really that serious about getting one of these two that. If they thought they didn't have a chance, they'd have backed off yeah. and gone into the Soto pot. But it seems like they've stayed out. Now, I, I still put it at like a, you know, I'm not going to do a Steve Phillips 50, over 50% chance. I'm going to put it at about a 5% chance because I still believe he's going to the Dodgers. Um, there's a lot of reasons why, he, you know, he could keep the Jays around to drive his number up. But, you know... It's un, it was it was very unrealistic to ever expect that this was a likely possibility. So I, even just getting to five percent to me is a thrill I didn't think I'd have. That's and I and I appreciate yeah. that because they've kept me interested. And conspiracy mode, um, like Otani last year obviously had his injury, which I think potentially I think to some teams gave them cause to drive his price down a little bit. And if you're going to choose a team. To, to maybe make a competitor and drive the price up. I think the Blue Jays with the richest ownership, they've made free agent splashes in the past. Uh, it seems like that would be a good choice if you're trying to choose a team to to sort of parlay with against the Dodgers to get your price higher. Yeah. So, you know, I I, I think I, I totally see that narrative and I, I probably have some stock in it just because it would be so, such a, such a, like hard left turn and such a curveball if he if he came to Toronto. But even with that being said, uh, obviously you know that would be the greatest sports moment in Canadian history. Maybe one of the greatest. It would be of the last and, fifteen years. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. The, It'd be up there. The golden goal would probably clip it. Not to you know, but not for me. Yeah, not but, for you. Yeah. Yeah, but I agree with you. If you want to add on that conspiracy mode, like this is a guy who seems to be pretty meticulous. 
Um, obviously coming off an injury, he might want to focus on his elbow, having a place with a controlled climate courtesy of the roof. So he doesn't have to get his schedule intertwined or delayed or anything could be appealing to him. Do I think that really matters to him? No, I certainly, if it was up to me, I would rather live in California and be less of a, I mean, he'd be the 800th most famous person in Los Angeles. Like it's just, it, it would be a much simpler way of life for him. Uh, I don't think that stuff with the Jays that they could offer him really matters to him, but who knows? It seems like he's a very private guy and I have no problem. I guess this would be a question for Adam because I see these baseball people talking about how their sport is not as popular because the biggest free agent like this doesn't choose to publicize his free agency. And it's in fact limiting what he wants teams to say about him. Uh, obviously that's just, it's not confirmed fact, but it seems that way considering how the Dodgers have been acting. So I don't know. Uh, to me, I think that's just wild complaining because yeah. Shohei Otani's free agency is not going to drive people to your sport. It's just not going to do it. Obviously, it's interesting to us and interesting to a casual fan like Adam, but to me, that makes honestly no difference in the long-term uh, uh, popularity of baseball. Yeah, also, I don't understand. It seems like his free agency outside of like the one condition that he doesn't want teams to leak meetings seems, which they've done, doesn't seem like an atypical, like, it seems like a pretty standard way of doing things like i don't know if people want like the they want the decision like do they want a tv show do they want them to pick hats on espn i don't really understand what <laughs> the alternative is i think people it's, it seems like a bunch of insiders that are upset because they have limited access uh of to, to maybe the scoop of their career that's what it sounds like to yeah. me but it's, it's like a fan it's it makes no difference he's gonna pick the team he's gonna pick it's gonna get broken when it's broken and we get it seems normal to me is what i'm trying to say yeah that's I think that's just crazy complaining. Like I woke up one day and Ronaldo got traded to Juventus and it's like, you know, there was nothing in the news about it building up. And I don't think that hurts the sport at all. It's just reporters crying because they want to cry. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously they'd like to get their hands on more scoops and, you know, being in the race for this free agency, can I blame them? Because even for me, I can only imagine the thrill if somebody gets the news and they're like, oh my God, like I'm going to break this news. You imagine your phone when you, if you broke that, it would just blow up. You would get so many messages. I, I imagine it's like an addiction to these guys. Like they just, they're chasing the next thrill. And this is like the big kahuna. This is the greatest possible scoop anybody could ever have. So I get the complaining, but you know, it doesn't much matter yeah. to me. I mean, that's why you have guys like this MLB insider who's like prematurely breaking it. Just so, you know, it's like he's like jumping the snap a little bit just so he can get a free rush rush of the quarterback <laughs> um i mean that's the scoops game that's the takes game people it's cutthroat people are willing to take a lot of risks to be the first one to say that they to you know that break the news yeah i mean i like that he's just lining up and he's <laughs> he's doing the colts punt team last week just yeah. just attack do a full-on attack of the punter and try and hope that you time it right. Because I respect it, man. You got to go all out. Like you got to go all out if you're just you're yeah. unemployed and you're chasing a thrill. <laughs> exactly. And I know that this has been more of a private messaging thing, but these guys on Twitter are are my new favorite people. The little Stan accounts that pop up, mm -hmm. like the <laughs> the photo of Shy Gilgis Alexander with his pregnant girlfriend. And the guy says, 
Shai Gilgis Alexander is cool, but Anthony Edwards, I mean, he's just way better at sex than Shai Gilgis Alexander. I mean, these guys are electrifying. I, I can't imagine the lengths that their brains go to to spin. It's raw. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's absurd. These people, you know, they choose an athlete that they love and the, then they'll just go to whatever lengths they have to do to defend that guy. It's almost like they, they, uh, it's almost like a part-time or full-time job. It's, it's a real commitment because I don't want to say the words, but there was the one Anthony Edwards guy who said that if Anthony Edwards were to commit a major felony, he would still support Anthony Edwards. Would you? Question mark. Yeah. These guys are just electrifying. They they have to yeah. back their guy. And you know you're in a dark place too, and you're like comparing. You know you're posting photos of like your guys' fits versus like this other guy's <laughs> fits, and you're sort of breaking down. You know what shoe what their shoe game is like, and what they're what what they've got on, and you know it's like maybe it's time to reevaluate at that point. No, go harder. Aura watch, dude. They, yeah, they could yeah, never true. go harder. Yeah, double down, triple down, go harder. But yeah, 10. 10. You love to see it. I love that we got two guys drop off in the middle. <laughs> oh, um, there he is. Adam's there. He's there. Raw. But yeah, good stuff. We'll be back this is Monday morning, Sunday night. Helmets. Going to be raw. <laughs>